movie fans, welcome to Cold and Trash Horror Movie Grind the Podcast. I am your host, Ian. This is the show in which we grind on the absolute worst horror and sci-fi movies we can find and make fun of just how bad they are, as well as praise the good cool classics that have been lost throughout time. Now get ready, because we're about to dive real deep inside of Hollywood's dumpster in search of the good, the so bad it's good, and the fucking ugly. Put on your seatbelt, grab a beer or two, and enjoy the show. Friday the 13th, part 5, a new beginning. Folks, welcome to Colin Trash Horror Movie Grind Podcast. I'm Ian. And uh, yeah, so we're, we're going to do a... Uh, I don't know. It, it's a bit controversial film, this one. This is Friday the 13th, part five, as I said, which uh, a lot of people hate. This is probably one of the most hated movies in the entire Friday the 13th franchise. I, however, I personally, I, I like it. I, I think it's very underrated. And um, and I'll tell you why. It's got the most kills, which you want in a Jason movie. You want the kills. This guy has, this has the most of them. What else do you want in a Friday Thirteenth movie? Nudity. This has the most nudity, and not only that, but it has the best nudity because this movie was directed by uh, a man by the name of Danny Steinman. He was a porn director, so if you want a good Friday Thirteenth movie, why not have your director be uh, a famous porn director? So yeah, there you have it. Um, now I get it. Why everybody hates this movie is the stupidest Scooby Doo ending at the end of the movie. Yeah, I get it. It's stupid. I agree with you. It fucking sucks. But um, yeah, it, it's. Uh, but at the same time, you know, it's goofy. It it's definitely has a so bad good horror element to it, which um, I I enjoy. Uh, is it my favorite one? No. But it's also not my least favorite either. Uh, it's definitely no Jason goes to hell. Um, but it's uh, we all know that Jason four, uh, the final chapter is the best one, or maybe the second, the second Friday the Thirteenth. But don't take my word for it. Uh, I've got other people here. Uh, Nat is here. What, what's up, Nat? Hey, and folks. Also, Sam is here. What's up? Hello. Hey, how are y'all doing? I'm good. doing well. Yeah. Yeah. Cool. cool. Uh, yeah. So y'all, y'all are coming back for uh, the second time. Y'all were here uh, a few episodes ago. We did the uh, the roundtable discussion of bad films, and um, it was, and we had, we had a really good discussion. Uh, but uh, I thought I'd bring y'all back because I mean y- you enjoy the so bad is good uh kind of genre so i'll bring you back so for those who uh didn't watch that episode so you both you you do you host a bad movie night at new parkway which i is a movie theater i guess uh for those like i said who those who didn't watch that uh why don't you tell us uh what you do in your background and everything 
Yeah, sure. There's a really, really great independent movie theater here in Oakland, California, um, that gave us the opportunity to curate a So Bad It's Good movie night. Uh, so it's a monthly movie night that folks can come and join us and watch um, awful movies that also bring us a lot of joy. And uh, there's a lot of interactive elements to the night as well, uh, including trivia, including uh, drinking games, including actually a preview night. So for folks who want to watch a bad movie twice on their own volition, they can mm. join us um, and actually preview the movie before we show it at the New Parkway. And that's actually where we write up all, right. the, all the trivia points and all the drinking rules and stuff like that. So it's super interactive. Uh, yeah. Yeah. You said uh, there's drinking rules. So yeah. Uh, so basically, can, can you give an example for like a specific movie? Or actually, uh, you know what? If you could do this movie, first of all, let me ask you. <laughs> first of all, would you consider Friday Thirteenth not just any Friday Thirteenth, but this one specifically, Part Five? W would this count as a movie that you would play? Oh, I definitely think I definitely think this would be a contender, um, especially as we get closer to like the the October months. So showing it in a fall as okay. a fall film would be perfect. Yeah, I think um, a lot of people would would show up for this. Oh yeah, and uh, so with the, your drinking rules, what would your drinking rules be with this movie? Well, I mean, we—you already called one of the things that is a great statistic for this film because it's such a good example of slasher, just like slasher mm -hmm. comedy, essentially. Um, and so, twenty-one kills makes for twenty-one really good drinks. <laughs> so I that think that's dangerous. one of the drinking rules. <laughs> yeah, I think it's twenty-one kills in this film, if I remember correctly. Yeah. I yeah, and I think it's the most out of any one of them. So, mm -hmm. like, yeah. I got to call out everybody who hates on this movie because this has the most. Um, okay, cool. I mean, that does sound that sounds pretty dangerous. Yeah, and I'm uh, sure Sam probably has a bunch of good drinking rules for this game already, or for this movie, excuse me, already thought up. I feel like just, like, there were so many boobs that you can't not mm -hmm. acknowledge that as well. Like, uh, yeah. Yeah, because the uh, the director, like I said, he he's uh, a porn director. He he was not fucking around. He was like, I I know exactly what this movie needs. <laughs> but um, I mean that the others had too. But uh, so I guess you see boobs and you and you drink. Yeah, I mean that, that probably wouldn't be an official one, but I would do it anyway. Just like scream it out and be like boobs and drink. Would it, be, would it be technicality here? Would it be per boob or per pair? I feel like per boob is more dangerous, so let's go with that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> okay, so you're always trying to you're always trying to like start fights and, and get in trouble. <laughs> I see. <laughs> well, cool. Um, so let me ask you now: what what is each of your personal opinion of? First of all, the Friday Thirteenth franchise, but also this one specifically. Like, are would you say that this is one of the least good one or one of the most hated ones? Like, I mean, this is one of the most hated Friday Thirteenth movies. But do you think it's underrated and it doesn't deserve that, or is it just a total just bullshit? I'm definitely gonna let Sam jump in first because Sam has extensive knowledge of the Friday Thirteenth okay. franchise, so I can't okay, wait cool. to talk about this. I've never watched any of the Friday thirteenth or Friday the thirteenth movies in any sort of order. It's oh, always okay. like you know, just whenever they come to you, they come to you in your life. Yeah, um, yeah, for sure. Yeah, no, I, I definitely agree with that. 
Um, I just thought it was funny of how you, you you said, oh, she has extensive knowledge. And you said, I've never seen Friday. Oh, yeah. <laughs> I've, I've seen, okay. I, my big, my main memory is, um, definitely playing the first one for my step siblings when they were 10 and 11 while oh, we no. were camping, like at a cabin in the woods. I was like, you children need to mm. see this. Okay. Um, nice. And, nice. Okay. Cool. Cool. And my older like brother that. then making them go play uh, hide and seek at night with him and his friend. Who was coincidentally named Jason? Oh no! <laughs> so just like it's just, it's a fun family memory, and of course, oh, uh, yeah. I don't remember. I think I remember when they started calling them just Jason. Like when he's in space, I saw that. Mm. Yeah, uh, that's the tenth one. Yeah, <laughs> that's way way past. <laughs> yeah. So, so like, yeah, basically, like Jason exists in the first movie, but he's not the killer. But he is uh, the movie is about him. So, yeah. Yeah, so I've seen the first one. I've seen the 10th one. And now <laughs> I've seen the 5th. And I've, I've wow. seen Edward Kruger. Okay. Uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you're missing out. See, like, this one... So you were probably confused about who uh, Tommy was and his whole deal. I mean, I knew he was Corey Feldman. Okay, okay, <laughs> okay, yeah. Yeah, he was, he yeah. was Corey Feldman. The, the uh, last film explains how Tommy uh, wound up in the predicament he was at the beginning of, of uh, the fifth film. Yeah, he, he killed Jason. He's the yeah. one person that ever killed Jason. And yeah. that's pretty cool. He was a kid. And yeah, so basically he's um, it, it messed up. He's scarred for life and he goes into a missile institute. And then, uh, yeah, the kills happen and you think it's Jason and then Oh, it turns out it's not. And then that's yeah. what pissed off the fans. It, it wasn't Jason. But um, it's a copycat. But uh, yeah, any, anyway, um, before before we go on, on to that, we actually have another another guest. Um, I've, I've been having him saying now here. Uh, th- thank you all for joining. Uh, I also have another returning guest back to our, uh, our episode, Skin Deep. We had Bezel Bubba join, and I I reached out to him because he's my favorite guest we've ever had, and he's back. He agreed to do the show, and here he is, Bezel Bubba. Welcome back. How, did How you doing? Uh, hello from your greatest underworld lord. Emphasis on hell. But we've been talking about Jason Voorhees and. You know, I actually know that guy quite personally. Oh, really? Jason is such an awkward wallflower, and he definitely is a man of few words. And boy, can I tell you yeah. that he cannot take a yo mama joke. Whew. But <laughs> yeah, it's hard to invite him to all these underworld parties because he's always killing the mood. Because that's the only thing he's ever good at. He's <laughs> killing everything. I can't even give him a houseplant. Oh, man. Uh if Jason was here, what what would you say to him right now? Bro, I respect you for helping me with my soul reaving, but man, you got to get a girlfriend. <laughs> well, what if I told you he actually was here? Everybody, welcome to the show. Jason Voorhees is here. <laughs> you there, Jason? Nice. <laughs> yep. Everybody is Jason. 
Well, hey, well, welcome to the show. Uh, I'm, I'm a big fan. Okay. Uh, yeah, like you said, he's a man of few words. But your uh, mama's so dead that she's only a head. Oh shit! <laughs> yeah, that that's rude. Why, why would you say that? I'm a lord of conflict. <laughs> um. Okay. Well. uh... Uh, did you have anything else to add to this, Beasel Bubba? Well, um, you know, beyond everything, ever since the Golden Girls became the four horsemen of the apocalypse, life has been pretty peachy. Yeah, Betty White's always prancing around on the pale horse, and she spruced up both heaven and hell. She keeps the Balrog in check. But she's a darling lady, and I digress at this point. But as you saw me last time, I was physician Belzebub. I'm no yeah, longer yeah. a physician. Yeah, what happened? So I always like to change my hobbies. So now I've taken up ballet. And tonight I'll be dancing in the, in the pale moonlight with someone special. Okay. Well, hey, man, I, I appreciate you joining. Uh, but I, I'd say that your, your appearance on our Skin Deep episode was f- phenomenal. And uh, I, I'm, I'm glad you're back. It's good to be here. Hell yeah! Well, um, anyway, let's uh, let's g- not waste any time. Go into the movie and let's uh, play the trailer, which I have right here. And yeah, there's there's good old Corey Feldman. If the memory of Jason still haunts you, you're not alone. Friday the thirteenth. This is classic. Like I love how this movie just starts out and they waste no time. Fuck the bullshit. Go straight to the kills. Brutal self-defense murder of a psychopathic killer. Boy, they've given him every therapy they can think of. It's wonder his mind isn't fried with all the drugs they've given him. The mindless, murderous fury that was buried with Jason has been reborn and suddenly terror has become child's play friday the 13th part five a new beginning New beginning they should have called it an alternate ending. He's <laughs> above I forgot to ask you, what what are your thoughts on this one? Wait, repeat the question. What are your thoughts on this one? Well, coming from somebody who had a new beginning, you know, Paradise Lost and all that jazz. Um I respect the man for trying to pull 
a fast one just like Freddy Krueger did in episode two of his own series. You know, haunting, haunting the memory of Corey Feldman. If only we could all be so lucky. Yeah, yeah. The, <laughs> that's what I love. It's just like the first two minutes is just Corey Feldman just like watching, <laughs> watching Jason show up. And he's just like, oh no. And I don't know if y'all knew this. So like Corey Feldman was in the previous film. Uh, and, and he killed Jason. And so they wanted to bring him back, but he was too busy. He had to film The Goonies. And so they just filmed like the first two minutes in his backyard, actually. But um, yeah, uh, I guess we'll just go right into it. Nat, why why don't you tell us the... uh, Okay, so if you want to play this movie for those who are... uh, You're going to be in... You're gonna play the movie for your for your theater. How would you sell this? Oh gosh, I would definitely, definitely highlight that this is like peak like '80s slasher comedy. And so, if folks feel like they missed out on that as you know, as a film genre or like a you know a niche of film, or if people really, really like that, um, I would lean heavily into the fact that this is this is like peak that. This is what you should see. Um, to just know what those kinds of films are like. Um, I also think <laughs> some of my favorite aspects of this film are maybe some of the things that other people didn't appreciate as much. So like, I love the frenzied fanatic neighbors who are next to everybody. And like those kinds of side characters just killed me. I just love Yeah, yeah, um, definitely. They're like yeah. cartoon characters almost. Mm-hmm. Or like Three yeah. Stooges extras. Exactly. And so there's just, I think those are the aspects I would probably highlight. Um, In addition to likely uh, trying to find a way to get some really, really cheap mask manufactured uh, uh, Jason masks. So I think that would be just a handout for folks to come to the. Yeah. Yeah. Yep. Definitely. Not, but it can't be as good as this guy's, though. Like. Oh, no. I mean, no one, no one in my theater is going to be Jason Voorhees. Yeah. It's just going to be some rando in a Jason mask with a COVID mask on top. You know, can't beat this. <laughs> Which, oh, I I, th- I think he likes it, is what he's saying. <laughs> <laughs> um, J- Jason, like, okay, so this is the one movie with without you wow. in it, uh, which is what a lot of people hate. How do you feel about it? <laughs> All right. It's because we were partying together, you know. Uh, we, we like to jam the same song. His favorite song is Maggot Brain by George Clinton. I like that song. Melts her face off. Yeah. <laughs> um, Sam, what, uh, what, would you agree with, with that? Is there anything you'd like to, to bring up for, to sell this movie to, to folks who aren't sure if they want to watch this movie? How, how, would, how would you sell it to them? How, how would you say, like, this is the movie you need to see? I would definitely use the tagline, Jason, like you've never seen him before. Because <laughs> <laughs> he's, he's not there at all. Which I think is a great twist. Um, which I wasn't... When I turned it on, I wasn't expecting. But, you know, like 10 minutes mm-hmm. in, you are kind of expecting it. Um, hmm. 
how would I sell it? Um, I mean, if you're a fan of slasher movies, obviously this one is great. It's got everything you want. Mm-hmm. 21 kills. Um, non-main monster kills, which are always exciting when What's-His-Face gets killed for the trying to help to do chores, which is yeah. important <laughs> for all of us. <laughs> Don't offer to help ever and never share your candy. Yeah. <laughs> I've I've got that I've got that part actually um, right here I think right here. He's just Hi, up girl. to trouble. Hi, Joey. Hi, Violet. Huh? Hi. What are you doing? Doing laundry, Joey. Can I help? I'm really very good at doing laundry. Matt never assigns it to me. I don't know why. Look, Joey, we really have to get this thing finished, okay? So I'm here to help you. You can count on me, Rob. You too, Vi. Want a chocolate bar? Here, you want it? I'll give you half, but I need half for later. Piss off. Oh, please let me help you. It's really no problem. Oh, Joey! Will you just get out of here? I'm sorry, you two. Really, I can do laundry great, but, well, if that's how you feel, forget it. I'll just go help somebody else instead. He's got a heart of gold, but he's just so goddamn annoying. Listen, if you change your mind, I'll be right around, okay? Joey! Joey! If y'all unmute your mics, you, you can talk to anything, by the way. Um, yeah, he's just so fucking irritating. I probably would have just let him do the laundry. I... But he ruined it with his chocolate fingers. You know, Vic? You know, Vic? Before I came here, Before I, I, came here I, I never had anything to do with me being an orphan, you know? People always uh, tease me about sitting around like some kind of pig or something. But here it's different. Here it's different. I can I can help others. I can help others. do a lot of things. do a lot of things. You know something? You know something? I really love it here. I really love it here. I hate it. I hate it. You know, um, to be perfectly honest, I never really chopped wood before, but it certainly looks like fun. Leave me alone! Leave me alone! Here, Vic. Want a bite? Want a bite? Here. Here. I'll just put it over here. I'll just put it over here. And later on, when you're hungry, you can have it. Well, if that's the way you feel, forget it, Vic. Just forget it. Just forget it. I think you're really out of line. He absolutely. Whoops. Uh, he absolutely deserved that. Hmm. 
Um, I, I, I think that, yeah, all the chocolate fingers and everything, like, yeah, he, uh, he, he's irritated as shit. Like, screw him. I think it was just preventative. Like, he was either going to get candy on his white pants, which was a bold choice, um, <laughs> or it was going to be blood. And, yeah. you know, <laughs> I know which one I prefer. <laughs> so, if y'all were listening, you would probably hear how he, um, uh, he said he's an orphan, and so that's the whole thing. So it turns out that the paramedic who comes to get him, we find out later he's his dad. So w- would y'all chalk that up to an inconsistency? Or I have a theory, possibly. I- I'd say that he's so annoyed that Roy, his father, is just like, he just had to get rid of him. He, he was too irritating. He's just like, you know, I love my son. God bless him, but I, I can't take it. Uh, well, we, so it, put him into protective custody. It's <laughs> when when you can't take care of uh, something that you love, you, you got to make sure that they're treated uh, right. Right. Yeah, so, I, I see Jason passed out by their father. Uh, Jason agrees. <laughs> Jason, what do you have to say about it? Okay. Um, I agree with this message. <laughs> um. So let's uh, let's bring it up. So what what makes this movie good and what makes it bad? Like uh, this, like I said several times before, this is one of the most hated films of the franchise. Uh, Beazle Bubba, why, why don't you take that? Why why do you think that is? So one of my favorite aspects of this movie is the fact that the symphony kind of sounds a little bit like Peter and the Wolf, especially mm-hmm. when the kids are out romping and playing and screwing around in the neighbors' yards. But sorry, that, that that's that's my main go-to. Uh, reiterate the question one more time. Why do you think people hate this movie so much? Because they're idiots. <laughs> Hell yeah, that's what I agree with. Right there. Simple. Um, that we'll, we'll bring it to you. What uh, do you think that the stupid Scooby-Doo ending at the end? So basically, uh, I'll bring it back to you. So basically, it's. They kill him at the end. And like, you know, pretty much that they make it look like Tommy is the killer. Mm-hmm. He killed Jason beforehand. So now Jason's back. The same time he shows up. And it's like, it looks like Tommy's the killer. And then you find out, oh, it's old man Roy. Um, well, do you think, obviously, that's stupid. But do you think that deserves the hate that this movie gets? I can see, especially for folks who follow franchises like this, I can see uh, a lot of folks being disappointed when kind of this horror icon that they're used to seeing or used to engaging changes. It kind of reminds me if um, the, you know, if you take like another famous like horror slasher kind of franchise, like if you take like Saw, for example, and if you take Jigsaw out of the picture, what happens to the movie? How do people feel about this? Uh. Yeah, and so I think that what we saw with this, why folks sort of had the response they did is because Jason uh, obviously isn't there. And for a lot of times when you make franchise decisions like this, your audience is either going to sink or swim with you with those decisions. So I think in some ways they were sabotaged by having it be kind of this Scooby-Doo, like unmask the ambulance driver at the end. Um, I think they they kind of shot themselves in the foot, and not in a good slasher mm-hmm. way. <laughs> um, yeah, 
with the fans, the like diehard fans. Yeah. So I think that's that's where a lot of the hate comes from, I think. Yeah. It, it's like pretty much in the fourth one, it's called the final chapter. They try to end it there, but it yeah. made so much money that they wanted to reboot it kind of yeah. in a way. And so, but they're like, what if we give it this cool, fancy twist? And it's basically, they tried to fix something that wasn't broken. Because the fourth one made so much money because it's awesome. It's Jason, mm -hmm. and he's an unstoppable murder machine. Isn't that right, Jason? Yeah, see, like, he knows what I'm talking about. And, yeah, so it's like... Yeah, like I said, it tried to fix something that that wasn't broken, and it it didn't really work out that way. Uh, let me ask you, what what if it wasn't Jason? Like, uh, say this wasn't a Friday Thirteenth movie. Say it, it's like the same exact movie, but Jason wasn't in it. So I'm I'm sorry, sorry. He, he left. He, he didn't yeah, like that. Jason is not in it. <laughs> uh, well, what if he wasn't in it? What if it was just a standalone movie? Which I feel like that's what this movie was. It's like it's just a, a killer's on the loose in a uh, a mental camp. I guess literally part one. Yeah, I, I guess <laughs> yeah. Uh, Sam, but do do you think that would be better if it wasn't a Friday Thirteenth movie? I think they should just keep doing this same twist where it's not Jason. Like, like every movie? Like the first one. Like every movie. You're like, is it Jason? And then it's like, no, it's it's this guy from the back. Didn't you get it? <laughs> I, 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 I kind of dig that a little bit. I completely disagree with you, but I, I kind of dig that. Don't have the heart. Yeah. If you have the heart, you are Jason. We Maybe are the Jason. real... Maybe the real Jason was the friends we killed along the way. <laughs> yes. Uh, that was pretty good. Um, yeah, okay. So does anybody here actually agree that this is one of the worst movies? I, I think your cat does that. Or, oh, Jason does. Okay, oh, Jason. Why? why? Why do you say so? Yeah. For the people in the back. Oh, okay. So, because he's not in it. Yeah, okay. Okay. I, I see that. Um, cool. Good, good point. Uh, well, let's talk about what, what makes this movie good. Because, like, like, like I said, I feel like this movie is very underrated. You know, I feel like this is a movie that is actually... Well, I mean, I already made my point. It's got the most kills. It has the most nudity. It has the best nudity. Um... But also, uh, um, now was it you who who mentioned the uh, the like comical side characters? Mm -hmm. Do you yeah. think that that what do you think that makes it better than the other Friday Thirteenth movies? I think it adds some levity to the entire thing, so, which to me kind of foreshadowed that Jason wasn't going to be in it ultimately anyway. It's it's kind of this it's kind of a parody of itself, um, and I think it's interesting that you bring up that it feels like it was a movie that wasn't a Friday the 13th movie, and then they just kind of slapped the Corey Feldman footage at the beginning to say, yeah, yeah I right. Um Because I actually think that's how they recruited folks to be in the film. Um, I think they told the actors that it was a different film altogether, and it had a different title, and it was not a Friday the 13th film. And that's actually how they got folks to sign on initially. So I think that's really interesting uh, that you brought that up. 
Yeah, that's what that's what it feels like. Yeah, yeah, but yeah, I love the side characters. I think that's hilarious. Um, I also thought it was kind of interesting that they set up Tommy to be this big bad killer, especially right at the beginning. You know, he scares the kid with the masks. So, and you know, right. you're, you're already you're like, oh, Reggie okay, the reference. It's like he's fixated on the masks and stuff. And if I remember correctly, too, the original, the original footage for the film for for his like dream sequence at the beginning. I believe they had reshot it where he, after killing Jason, was sent to a hospital. And then he actually has like a manic episode in the hospital and stabs a bunch of staff persons there. So I think there really was, but obviously that's not the footage they wound up using, but I, there really was this setup for folks to think it's Tommy. Um, and that Tommy, mm. yeah, that Tommy's gonna sort of step into the shoes of Jason. So I, I actually kind of appreciate that there's kind of this like goofy levity about this film and that they didn't they didn't quite go that path. It's it's more like silly, funny, not taking itself that seriously. Um, maybe a mistake after the success of the fourth film. Um, but I I personally appreciated a lot of those aspects of the movie. Okay, cool. Um, Sam, do you have anything to add to that? Um, I enjoyed that someone died pop locking as anyone <laughs> who is pop locking should um perhaps be killed. <laughs> that was way uh, before then too. That was it was so awkward to watch. Uh, <laughs> her like little dance routine that she was just doing. You're in her talking room. about this. Yeah, just fucking die already. <laughs> Is this a genre of 80s person that I don't know? <laughs> I remember just... watching this scene and really thinking she was already dead inside, so he might as well do it. <laughs> well, like, so this is a mental hospital, I guess, in the woods. And her only, like, crime for mental insanity is that she's seen. <laughs> she was a MySpace scene kid before it, the scene even existed. Yeah. <laughs> Which is punishable by death. <laughs> exactly. That's what we're about to find out. But also, I like how Jason's troll. Well, Roy is trolling her. Like he's there, but then he just hides. He just he wants her to finish the show. Yeah, so there's that. I give it an uh, eighth effort. I, Jason seems to like it. Um, Jason, um, how, how how about those kills? How would you rate a kill like that? Would you th would you think that he he did it as well as you, or he, he doesn't? Regular okay. season over here. I like how elemental he is right now. Like. <laughs> This kind of answers the age-old question because, like, everybody thought, like, how could he be in one place at once? And he he just kind of appears. And 
we can see that right now. Uh, are you okay? Are, are you doing okay? Okay, he's fine. Um, Bezel Bubba, what about this do you think is better than... what? Do you think that this is a better movie or than the other Friday 13th movies or like what what are your thoughts this movie was really amazing with the debauchery that occurs people wonder how me and Jason Voorhees can be friends because he's out killing all these teens that are having sex and doing drugs and I'm all about that kind of shit but you know Uh this movie could have been a lot better but to make it an R rating movie they had to remove nine sex scenes nine nine what kind of world are we living in? <laughs> That's why I'm in an underworld. Uh huh. But uh, yeah, you know that that yeah, I did hear about that, and that uh, I don't know. Um, I was actually going to say the the killing scenes. If you go to the to the other Friday Thirteenth movies, he has like an agenda. He kills people because they're having sex or doing drugs, like you mentioned. Uh, in this movie, he just kills people for no reason. Like, it, you know, like she wasn't bothering anybody, or you know, like like this. What are you doing, douchebag? Enough already, you could stop. Did you cut it out? Okay, I take it back. He definitely deserves to die by the song he's You don't like his scatting? I, I enjoy scatting, but I don't even consider that scatting. He's just... Maybe if they had the girl dancing to this song, it would make perfect sense for us. <laughs> What you doing up there, I wish baby? I could play both at the same time. That'd be great. What? Like, this movie came out 36 years ago. And now we're just thinking about how she could be dancing to that. The rat a song? Yeah. From 1986, 85? Yeah. Like. Rat-a-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-tat-t
Yeah. He oh, the best character. The grandfather He's of. Yeah, uh, Reggie the Reckless. I love mm-hmm. Reggie the Reckless. I thought like, so the next movie, if if you watch part six, you'll see, is again the return of Tommy Jarvis, who is yet a, another actor playing his character, who's also completely different from the previous one. Uh, but uh, yeah, they should have brought back Reggie the Reckless. I loved him. He was like, hey, hey man, are you afraid of spiders? Are you afraid of Rubber spiders? Are you afraid of rubber spiders on streets? Man, he's a whip. Like, I love that guy. Like, he he just talks shit the whole movie. And I think that if anybody deserves, like, another movie, it should be him. Like, So the fact that the masks were made by Tommy's character and only shown once and then completely forgotten about, it should have been a duel of the masks in the end of the movie, in my opinion. Yeah, that's true. Uh, that that goes back to the to the first movie, or not first movie, but the previous movie, part four, because it shows him he creates masks, and so that's how they brought that. Um, but uh, I mean, I I don't think that any of them is as good as this mug right here. Look, look at that. <laughs> Yeah, he agrees. <laughs> All right. Um, so uh, yes. So back to the other characters. I think I think it's kind of funny of how like comical they are. It's it's like you you kind of expecting at the end when we find out it's Roy, like the sheriff would show up. It's like Roy, is that you? It's like, did you kill all these people? It's like, oh no, Sheriff, uh, I didn't mean to. I was like, oh, Roy, you're in trouble now. Yeah. Um, But yeah, so what what did y'all think about the ending where we find out it's actually not Jason? Uh, Sam, you you brought up earlier that you kind of figured it out early. Like, what, what were your thoughts on that? I mean, I didn't figure it out that it was Roy, but I mean, it was obviously not jason because he wasn't killing teens having sex um <laughs> well he, technically he did kill teens having kill, having sex i mean but, but it felt like a lot of the people he was was killing were just regular adults um yeah. and it felt out of character for him to be targeting the mentally ill um, <laughs> <laughs> so it was just right there <laughs> yeah Okay. Yeah, I was also yeah. not paying very close attention, so. I mean, there's not much attention you could pay attention to Friday Thirteenth movies. Uh, no offense, Jason, but um, yeah. Uh, I, th- I think I assumed it was going to be child Corey Feldman who did it. Like, <sighs> it didn't even need to make sense to me. Like, yes. <laughs> that was, he's that not was... even Tommy Jarvis all along. Exactly. That was what I wanted, I think. That yeah. would be the, the ideal ending. So, have you seen part six? Uh, I did. It auto-played after. Oh, okay. Okay. So, you watched that. So, um, now, now, are are you happy with the that there's three movies with the, the Tom, uh, Tommy Jarvis story, or do you think that it should have been Reggie the Reckless? Reggie the Reckless 100%. Mm-hmm. <laughs> yeah. 
Um, exactly. Yeah, if you go to, there's a video game that just came out for Friday the 13th, and you can play Tommy. And uh, it, it's just funny of how, like, they, they try to, like, insert his story within three movies, but, like, really nobody, nobody cares. And then it's over, and then they make more movies without him. Um, yeah. Beazle, Bob, do you, do you have anything to add to that? I wanted to put it out there that you could definitely tell he wasn't the real Jason Voorhees because when he got cut, he actually bled. My man, he is immortal. He is a wonderful demigod of a slasher. Mm-hmm. Yeah, I, I, th- I think Jason here seems, seems to be agreeing. Oh, yeah. <laughs> you know yeah. Um, do you have any what any other notes for this movie? Like what? Oh yes. Good or bad? Or um, so Deborah Voorhees, uh, who was one of the ladies who uh, exposed her uh, breastuses, uh, she ended up uh, becoming a teacher later on in her career, and ended up unfortunately uh, getting kicked out of the school and not being able to be with the graduating classes, mm-hmm. but she never regretted it. But people would always ask her uh, when they saw her name in the credits uh, that she had Voorhees as her name. So she would tell people <laughs> that Jason was her husband and that it was murder trying to get the blood out of the sheets. That's my Jason denies. Yeah. Well, well, I mean, she's already been fired, so we, we can't get her in any more trouble. Um, but yeah, yeah no, she she doesn't regret it. She, uh, she, she wants it. to empower young women to do whatever they want with their own bodies. It's their choice. Right, right. Um, and then I I guess there's another scene which I don't have the or do I have it? No, I don't have the clip. Uh, the Reggie's brother and the the damn enchiladas. I think that that's like kind of a stand-up thing. That uh, that you're you're not in here, so why don't you tell yeah. us what what the scene's all about? That whole scene, all all the way from Reggie claiming the uh, the like institutional lead, which also the two adults in charge of this institution are so negligent and just like well, yeah. They're, they're, they were two of my favorite characters because it was just awful. Like, their lines of questioning were awful. Their their rationales were terrible. Like, I was uh-huh. like, oh, folks are going to die. Folks are going to die. <laughs> and they're still going to die. It gonna doesn't even have to be a Jason play. movie, <laughs> and folks are going to die. Yeah, and so I loved I loved just – there was a lot of things about that whole scene that I, I just could not believe all of those things were happening in a single moment. All the way up to the Jerry curls. Oh my gosh, I hadn't seen those in ages. And then I was like, "Oh wow, here we are. It's right here." Well, keep um, in mind, this is 1985. Yeah, and then the singing through the porta potty <laughs> wall to the, the like serenading the I couldn't. That was it was outrageous. And so that again, those are some of the side characters that really made the movie for me. So I was uh, I was really really happy with that scene. Yeah, yeah, it's just like <laughs> so. Yeah, the 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 walls are rocking. It's like stop doing that, and it's almost mm-hmm. like he had like PTSD. Uh, uh, like he he's been in the porta potty that's been knocked over before. You could tell because he had like he started really freaking out, 
And then she calmed him down by, ooh, baby, ooh. And he's like, okay. And then it starts rocking again, and, and then he dies. Um, Not until after she threatened that he's going to have a snake come up and bite him in the bunghole. Yeah, that doesn't seem to bother him as much. <laughs> so maybe both has happened, and one wasn't as bad as the other, perhaps? I don't know. But... Um, Okay, so I'm going to now come up. God damn it, Beast of Bubba. You, you're fired. Get the fuck out of here. <laughs> uh, no, nah, I'm kidding, but don't let that happen again. Um, a- anyway, I-, I have a theory. So who here has seen part nine, Jason Goes to Hell? Okay. I, I know you've really seen it, Jason. Time. You've been in it. It's been a while. Um, yeah, it's been a really long time. So here's how that movie goes. Uh, Jason's barely in it. This is also a most hated movie. Uh, Jason, you know what I'm talking about. You're like you're barely in it, right? Uh, yeah, uh, he, he's in the beginning, and so it turns out that a uh, the doctor at the morgue he like takes out his heart, his black heart. And he eats it, and the soul of Jason transfers into this guy, and then he start, he becomes Jason. He starts killing people, right? And um, and then somebody else eats his heart, and so basically, okay. So I had I had a problem. Here's my biggest problem with this movie, Part Five, is that they said, "Oh no," like they're like, "Okay, Jason is on the loose. He's killing people," and, and the sheriff said, "There's no way he could be Jason because he was cremated." That's how we know it's not Jason. But how do you explain part six where it actually is really Jason who comes out from the grave from fucking Tommy Jarvis, the fucking asshole. Like, I'm sorry. I got to go on a rant right now. Jason is dead. And this guy tries to kill him by bringing him back to life like a fucking asshole. And, and many people die because of this fucking asshole. Um, yeah. So that happens. But here's the thing here's what makes no sense is in the previous movie they say he was cremated so how does he uh, like non-cremated jason can can you fill us in for this no you can't because you can't talk because you too are an asshole okay um (laughs) yeah fuck you too buddy um yeah so here's my thought what if, what if Roy, the paramedic, back in part four, gets the body of Jason? What if he eats Jason's black heart and become embodies Jason? He just puts on a hockey mask like anybody, anybody just could put on a hockey mask. And he becomes Jason. What if Roy actually is Jason? in the spirit you know what i'm saying that makes as much sense as eating the heart and (laughs) as much it makes as much sense as part nine i guess (laughs) so it turns out roy actually is jason and he's jason and then the other jasons in the, the next few movies actually are him i think i figured it out that makes perfect sense to me. Also, can we talk about how Jason was buried like an inch into the ground? 
Yeah. Yeah. Like that was the shallowest grave. Just like a, both movies. A it was literally, it was literally concave. Like the grave was concave. Like the, the majority They're, of his body is still above surface level. And yeah. they, bone placement. And they labeled the grave too, which is like weird for a allegedly cremated person. <laughs> If you're covering your tracks and the fact that you eat human hearts, I guess. <laughs> um. <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. That, that, I mean, yeah. So, it, it all just kind of makes sense. Um, okay. So, so one the, thing that doesn't make sense, though. What was that? At the very end, when he has wakes up from the nightmare and he's in the hospital, why is there a mask and a butcher knife? Inside his drawer. Why? Why is that? I don't know. I'm asking you to Scooby Doo this shit. (laughs) (laughs) One of the other paramedics left it after eating some hearts. Hurt. Yeah. So let me ask you. So, uh, so I, I guess this is y'all's first time seeing this. Uh, what, what was your your thought when you found out? Oh, it, it was just Roy all along. What like were you disappointed? Like what were, were you just like, yeah, this is bullshit. I think huh? my first thought was who the fuck is Roy? <laughs> <laughs> I remembered right. he he gave a very discerning look to the other paramedic who was chewing the bubble gum and just being a complete ass of himself while yeah. exposing the dead body of his son to all the other kids that are just standing around. It's just yeah, like, it, it turned out that it was like his son who was an orphan just there. He's just watching from afar. Like he's a pretty shitty parent. Um but yeah. Uh anyway, let's uh let's go on to the next segment, which is basically I give you all a prompt. Uh which is like how how would you make this like a sequel or a prequel or something or a remake? Uh, Baba, you've been here before, so I'll, I'll have you start show off. All right, so I've got an interesting idea. So, you know how Jason's been to space. So yes. let's send Jason to space a long time ago in a galaxy far, far away. And he finds out that he has force presences. And instead of going around and chasing people, he's just pulling all the younglings in and just whacking them with lightsabers. That's my story. That's it. That clever. <laughs> I mean, there's a lot of shit going on in the background with all, all the, you know, shit. He rides a rancor. Who knows? Hmm. Uh, my idea. Okay, so I mean, I already mentioned that the uh, the way to tie it all in is that Roy uses Blackheart. Um, but. Also, I think that would be nice if Scooby-Doo actually did make it. Well, they probably did. Um, but uh, honestly, like, okay, so what they're trying to do is they're, they're trying to make something new out of something old. They're like, yeah, we're tired of Jason. and let, let's, let's recreate it with Roy. And then at the very end, we see uh, Tommy kind of becomes the new Jason. Does not work very well with the movie franchise the sequels. Tommy Wiseau. No, <laughs> he is the Jason. <laughs> I come to kill you now. 
<laughs> okay, yeah, that would be pretty good if Tommy Wiseau was in a Friday Thirteenth movie. Uh, that that would actually be pretty funny. Um. Uh, but uh, I, I think that actually, in all honesty, I think that this would work out pretty well as a TV series. Mm-hmm. Uh, I, I think because it doesn't work in movies, but and they try to do it with the reboot where they were like, let's put all the first three movies in one movie. It didn't really work out that well. But if you had a, a series... Um, you start out where it was like the first episode is the first movie where it's his mom and then the second movie is Jason starts killing people and so it's like the next couple episodes is like the, the next few movies you can tie them all together and then it ends with Tommy Jarvis killing Jason okay that's end of season one then season two would be pretty much this and it's like Roy, and you kind of you, you kind of make a few episodes, and then you could even have Tommy Jarvis start killing people throughout the next rest of the series, and then season one, Jason comes back. I think that that's the only way you could do that, and I don't know why they haven't thought about that. Jason, how, how do you feel? I I don't know what you're saying. What what are you saying? Use your words. Uh, I can't I can't I can't I can't do this with this guy. <laughs> um, um, anyway, yeah, that's my pitch. I think it should be a series. Uh, Nat, do you have do you have any any ideas? Uh, what, uh sequel or prequel or remake or anything I like think, that? I think especially if, even if it's just to settle the. I don't know, the ire of Jason fans. I think we should have a, you know, we already have like a Freddy versus Jason. So why don't we have a Jason mm. versus Jason versus Jason? That's what I want. Okay, explain. I want all all folks who felt like they were uh, worthy of donning the hockey mask to all show up in a film. And it's just a battle royale. It's so like it's not- 21 kills, psh, that's nothing. And watch them all just <laughs> tally it up. Yeah, it's not so the Spider Verse; was... it's the Slaughter Verse. Yeah, exactly. It'll, it, it can just be like Friday the Thirteenth bloodbath, and just it'll be just just again just like peak slasher film. Okay, that I I I kind of okay. So it would be like you said anybody who thinks that they were like worthy. Are you talking about the actors? Or are you talking about like Roy or like? Yeah, what, exactly. What Roy, about? Roy, Tommy and Jason at this point. Oh, okay. Well, oh, okay. I guess I also Star Wars Jason now. If that's <laughs> <laughs> come to fruition. Yes. Okay. So I love the idea of teens having sex dying by a fucking Jedi. Jason. <laughs> <laughs> it's like, yes, okay. Jedi it's like Jason. naturally you died by lightsaber. Jason. Darth Maurice. Like we told you not to have sex at 15, and now a lightsaber has gone through your chest, and this is what you get. So. <laughs> yeah. Okay. 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 Cool. Yeah, it's like like a grindhouse kind of thing. Mm-hmm. Just balls to the wall, just yep. murder machine. Yeah. Day to day to day, and just that's it. Hell yeah. And Sam, how about you? Well, we've seen Jason so many ways. We've seen him in hell. We've seen him in space. But have we seen him in love? No. <laughs> the final frontier for Jason. 
uh, bachelor style dating show. <laughs> <laughs> so it, it's like the bachelor, oh, but it's no. Jason. Yeah, that's that's who they're. He's he's tall. Um, believes in his in family values. <laughs> Uh, and is tall, which is mysterious, mysterious brooding, mysterious, perhaps a Scorpio. I don't know. The women <laughs> on the Bachelor seem to have low standards. So, I mean, he loves his mom and the yeah. outdoors. Find the girl to take home the mother. <laughs> exactly. Good with his hands. <laughs> uh, <laughs> so that's that's my pitch. Is uh, the Bachelor? They can um go out and do all of his favorite activities, uh, stabbing, shopping, <laughs> eating hearts, apparently. Like, just like you know, like Game of Thrones, like they just have a row of human hearts for them to eat I, uh, I love to prove their idea. love. I love this idea. Cause it's like, it's like, we already know Jason on Friday the 13th, but do we know Jason on Saturday the 14th? <laughs> I don't think so. And this is, this is, where this is where it's gonna go. We're gonna get to know Jason. And, and at the end of the episode, he kills who doesn't make it to the next. <laughs> episode. Yeah, he doesn't give out roses. He just gives out splashes. Uh huh. Uh huh. Yeah. Happy Saturday. That's pretty good. I I actually I really like that a lot. Uh, yeah. Um. Okay. Cool. Cool. <laughs> Jason seems to approve. Um. Okay. Cool. Well, I guess now we'll, we'll go ahead and rate this movie. And you were all new to this, so basically, how we do this is we rate this uh, one out of ten. But instead of like stars or whatever, it's it's like hockey masks or or machetes. How however you, you feel like uh, for for me personally, like I said, I think this is a very underrated. Wow, what, what is that? I, okay, that was Bezel Bubba. Uh, that that actually happened last time he was on. Uh, f- fix your mic, Bezel Bubba. Um, a- anyway, uh, so I I think it's underrated. I think it's one of the better ones. Is it the best? No, but it, it's up there. I th- I think that. I would I would give it probably probably seven chocolate candy bars, uh, off off of a a dead fat kid, um yeah. So Sam, how, how about you? How would you rate it? I'm gonna give it seven Reggies. Okay, cool, cool, cool. Um, it's the only Friday the Thirteenth movie with any Reggie, so obviously that's, like... <laughs> that's a good. <laughs> so you should have said that, or did you say that? I don't remember, but you. You might have said that when you were trying to <laughs> tell people why they should watch this. I, that, he, that's definitely exactly. Um, uh-huh. So seven Reggie's points detracted for um, I don't know uh, bullying orphans who just want to share candy and do laundry, <laughs> which are great qualities for a person to possess. Yeah, but he was irritating though. <laughs> okay, but seven <several laughs> people are irritating and don't give me candy. <laughs> that's a good point <laughs> alright cool cool. gotcha I like that that uh, how about you uh, I'm going to rate it the same it's going to get 7 enchiladas um, and 
I'll say there's a lot of things with pluses next to it that folks have already mentioned. My points detracted would probably be just general medical clinical malpractice, just left and right <laughs> at the institution from the paramedic. It's everywhere. It's an absolute mess. What is a butcher knife doing at a hospital? What is going on there? <laughs> like, and so that's, that's what I have to say. Okay, cool. Cool. Nice. Uh, let's try to bring uh, Beasel Bubba back. Uh, Beasel, you you are you're muted. By the way, is that better? okay? You get now. Cool, oh. cool. So, as I say, stated in the beginning, pretty much no good movie. The statement is that no good movie has ever started with a glass of milk. Well, this movie started with the candy bar and just created this whole downhill spiral. And if Joey hadn't gone, Joey was the only glue holding everybody together. But there's uh-huh. one thing that I really have to commend about this movie. And that was the Kung Fu skills that Tommy's character had. He could really kick some ass. But Yeah, that's true. We didn't even talk about that. How did he learn how to fucking fight so well? And he didn't even fight Jason or Roy in no, the very because, end. And because, that, that was the saddest part of writing in that I, movie. I do, I, yeah, I, I do have to feel... Yeah, I I don't know. I'm so, I apologize. I forgot to mention the whole thing of how much of a bitch Tommy Jarvis was. He was the whole time he was just PTSD everywhere, and he was just like he sees Jason, he's like, oh, and he's like he kicked he kicked two people's asses already, and then he sees Jason, and he's just like, I'm just going to be completely helpless and worthless, and y'all will ha- Reggie will have to do all the all the work, which and what she did. Um, so yeah, Tommy only had 24 words in the whole movie. <sighs> what a he fucking is, day! I mean, I, Jason even talks more than he does. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, so uh, in a few sorry, words, but he, he he gets his point across. What what was your rating again? So, uh, with all all the writing and fighting and all the you know all the pizzazz in the min mm-hmm. in the middle of the movie, I'm gonna go ahead and give it about. Five out of ten seconds that I could withstand singing through the toilet door. All right. Ooh, baby, ooh. <laughs> and finally, we have Jason. How do, you, how do you rate this? This is the one movie you weren't in, so... Yes. Zero. Zero what? Oh, Hockey Mask. Okay, zero hockey mess. You, you know you you're not you're not helping in this. This is a lot. I I, I knew I should have brought you in. Anyway, uh, <laughs> that thanks you all for uh, joining this. We'll probably conclude this episode. And uh, but before we do, I have to show next week's episode just a little clip, a little tease, and here that is right here. Gotta love that cage rage.
I gotta say that the um, cinematography is absolutely incredible right here. I think that's the best part of this movie that I have neglected to say what this movie is, but the cinematography is doing good. Cage kind of looks like Marilyn Manson a little bit right here, but that's okay. Um, that is Color Out of Space. That's the movie we'll be covering next week. And, um, yeah, it's, it's a story of how a meteor, uh, a color out of space, if you will. Would, I mean, I'm not even making a pun. It is literally a color. Out of, the color is pink. It comes out of space and it, it lands and the cage goes insane. And what more can you want from that? Um, so when it comes to horror movies, I like exploitation movies. Those are, uh, you know, you, you got your old seventies and sixties exploitation, the black exploitation, the exploitation of everything. We got cage exploitation. This is, uh, yeah, really good. It's also Spectre Vision, which is one of my favorite all time movie productions. Have, have any of y'all seen seen this? Color of Space. Uh, I, I recommend it. it. It's not like a bad movie, but uh, it has a cult following. Like it had a cult following immediately after it came out. Uh, uh, Spectre Vision. It, it's a company produced, uh, created, and owned by Elijah Wood. Actually, so Elijah Wood produced that movie, uh, among others such as uh, Mandy, and um, yeah. Uh, so that's what we'll be doing next week, and I. Anyway, I I like to thank y'all, um, Biza Baba. Uh, th thanks again for coming. I, I really appreciate it. Hell yeah, it's good to see y'all. And maybe we can meet up later and get some of the hair of the three-headed dog. And let's party. Cheers. All right, um, Nat and Sam. Uh, again, uh, th thanks for coming and. Yeah. Well, Anytime. What yeah, does uh, well, we're uh, we're recording like way before that this episode come out. This episode will come out in like late February, March. But like, how, how's it looking for uh, for the new Parkway? Yeah. So, uh, it, by March, new Parkway will likely be back open. They closed oh, in okay. January due to the surge. Um, but in March, they will likely be back open. Um. If we don't do a film for February, then the March movie will likely be Hologram Man. Oh, okay. so. what what's that? What's that movie all about? Um, I actually have to read you the synopsis because there's no way for me to explain <laughs> this in a way. That, um, nice. It. I will say that it's free and available on YouTube if anyone is interested in, in going to check that out. But yes, let me read you a synopsis. I will find that for you. Okay. Cool, cool. Uh, Sam, do you have do you have anything to add to to all this? Uh, no, I I haven't seen Hologram Man. Um, but knowing that it's something horrible, I can um inflict on 
my poor unsuspecting friends who I always make watch terrible movies when they come over. So I'm excited for that. And it's technically like homework. So I'm excited for Nat's description, I guess. Oh, yeah. Right. This is, yeah. It, I couldn't have said it better myself, quite literally. Five years after being sentenced to holographic stasis, Norman is given a parole hearing. After an orchestrated technical glitch by his cronies, his soul escapes from computer prison and stalks the streets as an electromagnetic hologram. That, that's what's up. Uh, Jason, how's that sound to you? Hell yeah. Cool, cool, cool. All right. Well, yeah, I guess if you're in the Oakland area, it's Oakland, correct? Yep. Yep. Oakland, yep. California. Yeah. If you're in the Oakland, California area, check out the uh, was a new parkway. Yep. Uh, you'll see these two lovely ladies. Uh, well, uh, yeah, yeah, host a bad movie, which uh, I would definitely do if I'm in the area. I, I'm many miles away, but uh, yeah, it, it sounds like a lot of fun. And, yeah, definitely uh, come hang. Anybody who wants to, definitely hit us up. It'll be. It's a blast. So. Would you let this this mug count, join in? Um, I definitely would. <laughs> you know, I'm actually, ori- originally from California. Oh, wonderful see? weather! Yeah, great weather, great weather, and a really awesome movie theater. Now that's doing this stuff, so definitely, nice. definitely come hang out. A lot of fun chairs. All the chairs are like random. My favorite one is the hair salon one. Um, yeah. <laughs> okay. I, what, what are you talking about? The chairs at the new parkway. It's like random furniture. <laughs> every every really? chair is yeah, every chair is unique. It's not a set. You'll find me in there's like a, a whole living room set with like an old TV. Yeah. <laughs> that's, that's where that's my seat. That's awesome. What really that that sounds pretty that sounds pretty incredible. Yeah. Really? So it's like so what what other chairs are there? There's a diner booth that's there's in a, there. Yeah, it's like a there's full a circular diner. <laughs> in there um i'm trying to think about what else they have they have That's... a they have an entire living room sectional in one corner um gosh what else there's all sorts of stuff you know it's a lot it, of colors is different so yeah huh Okay. It's like the only oh, theater you want to be on the floor for because that's where like the diner booth is my living room oh the... do, you, do you also have like a balcony <laughs> No, it's just like rows, like stacked rows. So it's not that yeah. big, but you know. Oh, okay. Well, yeah, that that sounds dope. I, I definitely want to check this out. I'll, I'll let you know if I'm ever in the area. Yeah. Cool. Well, that will conclude this episode of Culture Trash Horror Movie Grind. Check us out on the Patreon where uh, the, there'll be another 10 minutes of, of us chatting. And uh, yeah, and again, uh, I'm, I almost forgot. Jason Worries, th- thank you for coming by. You are a living legend, sir. And uh, yeah, living. Oh, he, he took off. Oh shit. Uh-huh. Um, damn, that sucks. Well, any anyway, well, we're at the end anyway, so it doesn't matter. But uh, yeah, th- thank you all for joining, and uh, I, I hope that y- your next few. Um, bad movie nights go well and uh, Beza Bubba too and yeah so uh, yeah thanks for y'all for joining and yeah so that, that'll be that shout at the devil yep but not too long.